Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, limber up because it's going to be Big 12 power ranking time up ahead. Also getting to the first round of the college football playoff rankings and trying to figure out when exactly rankings, committees, media members no longer will rule the day. Could just be around the corner. Also continuing to look ahead to the battle for the saddle, the West Texas Championship. Horn Frogs and Red Raiders, pretty clear who's got the better offense rolling into the weekend. But is it clear who has the better defense? We'll get to that and much, much more next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Glad to be back with you and a part of your day on Locked On Texas Tech, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcast and today's episode brought to you by bet online it's bet online every week that's got you covered with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts he's the only chris level i'm casey cowan we're gearing up for the battle for the saddle the west texas championship chris and a top 10 opponent uh, on the other sideline for texas tech this time around uh, as far as this matchup is concerned and i gotta tell you is I, i'm Looking a little bit further into what I think the Horn Frogs might be, what it might look like on Saturday, I'm, I'm finding some things I actually don't mind from a matchup standpoint for Texas Tech because I'm looking at what some offenses have done against this Horn Frog defense so far this year, and I'm looking at what essentially has been, of course, a team still unbeaten, but led by an offense that has to rule the day. I don't think there's been a game they've scored less than 38 so far and i'm really kind of wondering you know typically when i think about a top 10 team somebody competing for a big 12 title possibly thinking about a stout defense and ability to really clamp down but you notice like i do going back to that mike leach era that even for some of those best teams when your will is turned by offense those shots are not always falling those passes are not always being completed i may be nuts but i'm actually finding a little ray of light for the Red Raiders, if that actually is true. Well, th- there's no doubt that TCU's offense is is the reason why they're A to no. I mean, th- that 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 is not to be questioned. I mean, they average over 500 yards a game. They're extremely balanced, uh, over 200 yards a game on the ground and over 300, uh, you know, via, via the pass. And so that, that part just, yeah, gives you pause. And they've got real dudes running it but you're right I mean I, I think if you can make this thing interesting the, the problem is is if if TCU's defense has any success at all and you just have a hard time keeping up uh because we've seen Texas Tech get in these shootouts before like the Pope Pat Mahomes era when you just simply your offense was as salty as anybody's and you just simply couldn't outscore uh teams just right. because your defense couldn't get a stop at all or even hold them to a field goal attempt of that that was to be celebrated but um, really the, the, the thing is, if you look at there's a, I think the number is 12, that's how different their turnover margin is compared to yours, right? They, they are a plus six, you are a minus six oh. and, and, the, and oh. that really, yeah. And that's just, you know, like, you know, the, the going, going opposite directions. 
And, and that's why, you know, if, if you go in and you'll play and not turn it over, I mean, you, you don't have to create three or four turnovers. It would certainly help. But okay. if you don't do that, uh, I mean, I, I think you're going to give yourself a chance because TCU's defense has certainly given up quite a bit in the first halves. Where they've been good is they, whether it's halftime adjustments or they just simply play better in the second half, uh, it, it's the scoring on them has slowed down uh, from opponents quite that's a bit true. in the second half. Uh, so that's, you know, again, this is not going to be easy. They, they have a greater margin for error than you do just simply because of some of the playmakers that they've got and how you can stop them, stop them, stop them. And then you, you can do that repeatedly. And then next thing you know, 60 yard touchdown and it, it won't surprise anybody. That's just how explosive and, and fast uh, they are. But, uh, but I, I'm with you. This is not a championship level defense at all. And I think uh, the Joe Gillespie, the, the guy that get that Sonny Dykes hired from Tulsa has done a really good job, but there's not any all conference types over there. They've got a true freshman uh, nose tackle which in the portal era, you just don't see many true freshmen that are starters anymore because everybody goes in shops and finds what they need, <laughs> uh, you know, on on the open market. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just be interested to see kind of what you look like because last time we saw this offense, they weren't very good at all. You, you touch on what's really making the difference for Texas Christian defensively. There has been a tightening up in the second half or in winning time, and, and credit to them for that. But statistically, there have been some not-so-great days. Plenty of not-so-great days, but the turnover column, uh, they're making hay within. They've got a turnover in every game, a takeaway yeah. in every game, except the first one, and two straight where they've had uh, two in each of those. So they're making a lot of hay there. The plus six in the turnover margin, 12 takeaways overall this season. You see some things, and I admit, and we touched on this yesterday, I'm still a little bit biased as far as the way I'm, I'm viewing TCU football coming out of the Gary Patterson era because I always knew like if they got nothing else they'll have a defensive game plan and they'll probably yeah. smack you a little bit there and I don't want to take anything away from them but they are defensively more big play oriented to try to do anything there to help their team and so I mean hey rewind the tape how many times we said this and you've already said it once today if you're Texas Tech keeping the football in your hands extending drives not getting behind the chains making stupid mistakes or just giving it away uh, obviously, I think really could give you a chance uh, to be in this game. But I don't want to underestimate on the offensive side of the football what is going on at the quarterback position for Texas Christian Chris because I really, you know, going back to the preseason conversation we had about how can we rank Big 12 quarterbacks, I told you on that episode I'm surprised how quickly I wanted to get to Max Duggan. And I said at that, and it was like number three, I think, is where I was already coming up with Max Duggan. And I said at that time I think it had to do a lot with what he had done against my team, what he had done against Texas Tech. And a lot of that was actually based in what he was doing with his legs yep. in some previous years. But the dude is having an incredible year. He's better than, than I even thought he would be with maybe some higher hopes for him than some others. And here's the other deal. It ain't so much the legs. He's making things happen with the arm. And you look at that, I think, at last report, 22 to 2 TD to interception ratio for him. I mean, that's just incredible stuff, and you're going to win a lot of games with a quarterback that can keep it that clean for his team. Well, he's he's motivated, uh, you know, and, and it's well documented. He wasn't even the starter out of camp, but <laughs> I, 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 he's 23, 24 years old, and I think that he's he's playing his best football right now, and he's he's matured. I think he's being coached extremely well, and and it's 
you know, it's just kind of all come together. And and I'm with you. There hasn't been a lot this season where he's done it with his legs. It's really been, you know, like you like like most quarterbacks and just dropping back and just delivering it. And he has rarely looked to run, whereas before that's really what he would look to do. Because right. now he's he's running to set up a throw or just you know extending plays to to throw it and get it to his playmakers and. He can run it and hurt you, and he's built like a running back. And we're talking somebody who's about 6'3", 220, I think, 225. And so he's uh, he's a big kid uh, that can – I mean, he's really, really fast. And, and he's allowed them to kind of – you know, this whole thing is blown open just because he's played so well and so consistent. But I, th- I think it's – you know, Garrett Riley was probably a breath of fresh air for him compared to what, uh, hmm. what, what the handcuffs that maybe been put on that offense before when Gary Patterson was in charge. We talked about that some on yesterday's show. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's really worked. But, I mean, they've got a tight end that's a transfer from Texas that's really good. They've got Quentin Johnson at wide out. They've got a stud running back. They've got a, a pretty good offensive line. I mean, there's not really any – any weakness on the offensive line. And I mean, uh, well, our offense in general, and that's why I think they're just, cause they just outlast people. They've just been able to get enough stops and create enough takeaways that you just can't keep up with them. And, and what'd you, would you say 38 in every game at least? I think so. Yeah. They haven't, I mean, that, they haven't that's scored. That's pretty salty, man. That yeah. is pretty salty. 38, 59, 42, 55, 38, 43, 38, 41. Yeah. What that's does it look like if, <laughs> if you hold them to something a, a little bit less? I mean, I, I just I know so often how that was used against Texas Tech when you were all offensively oriented mm-hmm. and you would just oh, yeah. have one of those days and it didn't have to mean the other team was better than you. You know, if you played them 10 times, you might beat them nine. But if they catch you on that one, can really, really make it rough on you. I know who has the better offense in this matchup. Can I say that Tech has the better defense? I know you just gave up 45, by the way, pick six and some other things included. That's a great point. I, I would say probably, yeah. Uh, I would say probably, yeah. I don't know if it's by a ton. Uh, I, yeah. I think that TCU's probably done a better job with the takeaways, and so we can argue right. if that trumps some of that in that, you know, maybe that's a better stat or better, you know, those are those are more impactful plays than just kind of playing steady defense. But you're right. Yeah, you just gave up some of that's not on you with <laughs> yeah. the pick six and some of the short fields and things like that. But most people are going to look at TCU's schedule and expect if they're going to trip up. <laughs> excuse me, I'm, I'm choking up here thinking about TCU <laughs> potentially being undefeated. Goodness. If, if they are, if they're going to roll through this thing, and get to a situation where it's going to be an undefeated scenario where they play in a conference championship game, most people are going to feel like that the two scariest games are in Austin and Waco. They're not going to point to a home game versus Texas Tech. However, sometimes you just wake up and you just don't have it all. It's not rolling. It's not, it's not clicking. And you, you, you know, they've been in a lot of emotional games, uh, you know, in recent weeks Uh, they've had a lot of media attention some distractions potentially. I don't know. They've got another one this week with the, the the big Fox show showing up and all the all the media kind of things that come with that. And so not not that you're showing up hoping for them to not have their A game, but bottom line is you're you're gonna have to have to catch them a little bit when they're not not as sharp because if they're if their offense is playing at peak and yours is playing at peak, you're gonna have a hard time keeping up. Just I mean, because they average about 150 yards a game more than you. Yeah, I mean that—that's the reality of it. And so, uh, you just mentioned that you—they've you, well, only—they've scored thirty-eight in every game that they've played. We well, just coming off a game where you just scored seventeen, you know. <laughs> so, I mean that—that's the 
that's that's the reality of it. So, uh, but maybe maybe it's 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 not their best day Saturday. Maybe they don't have it. Maybe they finally have a, a bit of a letdown. And then if that if that is the case, are you good enough to take advantage of it? Yeah, absolutely. And I would just highlight. Um, maybe Texas Tech is not the one that upsets the apple cart, but the fact that still Longhorns, Bears, Red Raiders remaining on the schedule as far as what that offense has to face defensively, I mean, there's still some of the uh, more challenging days in front mm -hmm. of them as compared to behind them. So I'm really curious to see what that final stretch looks like. Been an outstanding season, to say the least, uh, so far. But November is, is championship pedigree kind of time. So we'll see how they kick it off coming up this weekend and coming up dead ahead get limbered up big 12 power ranking time big 12 power ranking time picking cherries touching toes jogging in place whatever you prefer you got just a moment before we're back at it power ranking the big 12 conference coming up next on locked on texas tech but first it's back to the resume because the numbers ain't lying and with simply safe the resume will tell you over four million people have chosen simply safe home security to protect their families you're not going to earn the trust of that many people without doing a lot of things right your safety is the only thing that matters at simply safe and they're protecting you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 around the clock professional monitoring agents they've always got your back blanketing your home and protection advanced sensors for every room window and door high definition security cameras for inside and outside your home and that's just the tip of the iceberg so Customize your perfect system for your house in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. And you're going to save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. So visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. Again, simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more because there's no safe like Simply Safe. Glad to be back in the saddle with you on Locked On Texas Tech. L-O-double-T for your ear holes, the eye holes, however you're taking it in. YouTube, anywhere you get podcasts, my man. Subscribe if you haven't so far. Or All my right. lady. That's right. <laughs> Ladies of Locked On Texas Tech. Hey, that's the next portion of the audience. We got to start chopping away and actually drumming up a little bit because I'm not going to tell you the number right now. You may be shocked. I don't want to make you fall out of your chair lopsided a little bit uh towards the men and that's fine but uh we do want to serve all bases so uh, we'll begin to work on that uh that number hopefully number. and hopefully our moms are listening most of the time i'm hoping okay okay most yeah that's right. yours yeah. i mean you're doing yours proud full time every once in a while i just got to make a crass comment for some reason <laughs> you know i don't know I'm just yeah. a glutton for an easy laugh here or there. And uh, speaking of easy laughs, well, this time around, I don't know what's going to be so funny about where I'm slotting Texas Tech, but maybe I can come up with something else. As we're limbered up and ready, make sure you are power ranking with your legs, not your back. If it's your first time going around with Locked On Texas Tech, power ranking the Big 12. Does anybody know what this is? This is I am the key master. Oh! 
to go everybody on good great grand yell all you want to on this bus because we got no rules big 12 power rankings your methodology is up to you i have been deep into youtube animal attack videos to see what i can glean <laughs> from either big 12 power ranking or locked on texas tech against the spread there's a lot to learn out there uh, from some of those so maybe take it in if you haven't so far uh chris this is what we get a week after i say Boy, the board is clearing up. I'm uh, really seeing the Big yeah. 12, right? And then, boom, as an example, 48-0 uh, for the Purple Wildcats and Cowboys. So I can't wait to hear uh, what you've got this time around. I'd love it, actually, if you'd start at the top of your list. you mind uh, kicking out a top tier first this time? Well, the color purple wins out. In, in order, we go Fort Worth and Manhattan. Uh, that that that's really can't be disputed. Um after that, it gets real muddy unless I drop to the bottom and I tell you, you know, I work my way back to, to kind of this this weird middle uh, <laughs> that, 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 that we've got. But, but it, it, I mean, TCU's clearly number one. Kansas State, to me, is clearly number two. They, they, they've lost to a top 25 two-lane team, which I think is 19th in the latest CFP rankings, somewhere around in there. And then they, they really handled TCU for a half. Uh, missing a variety of players, and then they, they, they the frogs pull away from them in the second half, and then they just do that to Oklahoma State, which nobody saw coming. I mean, that was just that. That's one of those. The result doesn't surprise you at all. It's it's how how you got to that mm. result that just makes all the news. Because forty eight zip man against the top, what was a top ten ranked team at that time? I believe it sets a record. Uh, so anyway, the, 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 those are easy to my opinion, but after that is where it gets kind of muddied up a little bit. I'm going to be in agreement with you. Uh, purple power at the top, number one, number two, it's frogs and wildcats. I, uh, I, I don't know what other option there is at this point <clears throat> on my power ranking list. However, among those teams I have to choose from that are members of the big 12 conference and worthy of inclusion, I, I guess I'm going to Dave Aranda's guys next. Baylor Bears are number three on my list this week. They just won't yeah. go away. Here's the here's the here's the issue that I had because you're right. The next two teams are Baylor and Oklahoma State in whatever order you want to put them in. Based on the last time that we saw them, it's easy to put Baylor there. However, these two teams have played, and Oklahoma State won that game in Waco. So I I don't know. I, I think yeah, you can kind of jumble them up and, and flip a coin. But I actually. Uh, I, I, I probably agree with you there just because it's hard to remove the immediate immediacy of what we just saw. And they look like they're kind of going different directions. And, you know, Oklahoma State barely held on against Texas, emotional win, and they just don't show up at all. Baylor hasn't played well up until last week, and they look like the team that everybody picked to win. So, again, if this is a, tr a true snapshot of what they look like right now, that, that's what I, I would agree with you there. I would have Baylor three and Oklahoma State four. Oklahoma State, I actually don't have it number four, Chris, because okay. when you stink it up the way you do, I'm sorry, you've got to sit behind Texas Tech. And, yeah, people are saying, what? 
Tech is at number four? Yes, that's right, because, because it's my list, so shut up about it. The Cowboys, 48-0? to zero? You've embarrassed yourselves. You've embarrassed the conference. You've embarrassed American football. And most importantly, you've embarrassed the esteemed members of the college football ranking media. You made them look like they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And we know that that can't actually be the case, Chris. My rankings are ridiculous. I'm just going to keep rolling through it. (laughs) Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia, Oklahoma round out my Big 12 power rankings. So back on the Baylor-Oklahoma State thing, basically what I hear you saying is Oklahoma State embarrassed themselves worse than the Red Raiders, and so you're punishing Oklahoma yeah. State. Hey, yeah, okay, got it. I mean, 45-17 okay. to 17 is better than 48-0. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, Tech is kind of the stinky kid on the bus this week, so Oklahoma State, you go sit behind the stinky kid and just ride home and see if you like it back there. Maybe you'll learn a lesson. And Tech, what do you like being the stinky kid? Take a bath, for crying out loud. You're pig pen. <laughs> If this is a peanuts cast, your pig pen right now with all those squig- squiggly lines around yeah, the, the yeah, just because which which means that yeah, it's just it's, <laughs> it, it, it it looks like it smells bad. That's right. That, that's, that's exactly the visual. Right. Yeah, that's right. Can you possibly make a stab at ironing out the rest of your middle? <laughs> no, it's. I mean, I, Iowa State. You know, and I, I don't. I don't punish Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, and Texas like like you do. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try? It's fun. I do it all year. Um. Iowa State is the worst team. Uh, I think they have the worst quarterback. They, you know, and, and for the first time, old Matt Campbell kind of starting to, to talk about his players being the reason why they're not getting it done. Yeah. And, and you've never – it's always been we, and he takes a lot of the blame, but he's kind of started to kind of say, hey, man, we, we've got to get better here. This is a, a, a reason. West Virginia is at nine. I have Kansas at, at, at eight. Ooh. Kansas was obviously off last week. I, I I have the Red Raiders, the Longhorns, and the Sooners kind of jumbled up there at four, five, and excuse me, five, six, and seven. And I don't really know how to sort it out. You have a head-to-head win over over Texas there. You didn't look very good in your last game. Oklahoma, I still can't figure out if they're any good or not. I have a hard time trying to differentiate five, six, and seven. That's why it's just part of uh, there's like these tiers, I guess. Um, not not like real liquid awesome West Texas coming out of my eye type tears, but uh, <laughs> although I did walk out of Jones AT and T maybe with some some tears last Saturday, it was that uh, it was rough. Uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State kind of in a tier. Then I have Texas Tech, Texas and Oklahoma kind of in a tier, and then the other three are just uh, off the map at this point. Uh, okay. But if, if forced to choose, I, I probably have. Oklahoma and then Texas Tech and Texas maybe is that that would be the way and I, but I just don't feel good about Oklahoma that high that's why I just I have a hard time differentiating between but they did go win a road game and the Red Raiders haven't been able to do that so I don't know I mean it's, it's a big palms up man What whatever nobody's gonna hold me to it so I can do whatever <laughs> I want just like you can don't be so sure. I've actually been challenged in the streets about these. I've had to actually back up my reasoning, which is very difficult to do unless you're somewhere you can just buy them a beer, and then that backs up all the reasoning they need. Uh, yeah. I've learned. So let us know what you think. Agreement, disagreement, what's your Big 12 power ranking look like? Uh, hit us in the YouTube comments with those, and don't include uh, Texas at minimal, maybe not Oklahoma either. If you do include the Longhorns, I'm reporting you, I'm blocking you, and I think that means YouTube comes and like kids kidnaps your family or something. I'm it's, not exactly sure. Well, and Casey, it's really going to be fascinating when we try to do this next year when you have these new members, one, and two, when, when everybody 
doesn't play everybody. It's going to be just kind of opinion and and all that. Unfortunately, I think when we may get to the CFP rankings in a little bit, unfortunately, I don't know if the, the, the folks that are in charge of college football think as highly of maybe the Big 12 as we'd like to think that they do. So that also kind of factors into this thing on where your league kind of factors in nationally as well. But we'll get to that at some point. They hate us, Chris. I don't. Yeah. I've never thought they have thought highly of us unless yeah. Texas or Oklahoma was uh, considered yeah. at the top. I mean, we may have had uh, Condoleezza Rice in our corner at one point, but then we lost her, and now we just now we got nobody. I don't even know. I think even sometimes when like uh, Kirby Hocutt was in the mix and and Baylor was like a Big Twelve champion, he was saying, "I don't know. It ain't Texas or OU. They're down, boys. They're down." <laughs> I mean, it's just hard not to. We have nothing in our corner as far as coastal media. Everyone else does. Every other conference does. I mean, it goes without saying for Big Ten and SEC. But obviously the ACC and uh, those on the West Coast can use their uh, pen being mightier than swords uh, approach. And I think to great effect. But rubber has to meet the road at some point. I think you are seeing some of that rubber and what it results in as far as television agreements. Uh, go and I really I've said this many times before there is not a market in the big 12 uh, that will compete say with the collection uh, of what the Pac-12 has at least formerly with Los Angeles included and probably still now I suppose but why are you able to compete care factor I, I mean I truly think it just boils down to care factor and it's made some big difference so hopefully that will continue and that will result in football teams that are supported and invested in and have great seasons, and if you're a college football playoff committee member, cannot be ignored. And you know what? We're going to get to coming up next, college football playoff rankings rolled out, and something along those lines for myself that may be a dream come true someday. When will we get a big enough college football playoff where we can ignore those who previously were ignoring us? This just sounds like a jilted love affair. <laughs> we'll get into it coming up on the other side on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, do you or a loved one deal with embarrassing sweat or odor problems? Get your life back. Wake up, son. Get your life back. Sweat Block is now available. The advancements in modern technology, amazing. And Sweat Block is here to amaze you. And you know what? Whenever you get into it with sweat block, you're going to find out it's such a no-brainer. You're mad at yourself. You hadn't been doing it for the last 10 years because that's how long they've been running and getting five-star reviews left and right on Amazon. It's not some new snake oil. It's not some new flash in the pan or fly by night. It's sweat block, and it's coming with a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block is not keeping you dry, you're getting, you're getting your money back it was invented by a doctor to deal with his own sweat issues so it is doctor created and doctor yeah. recommended so check it out today at sweatblock.com and you can save 20 percent with the promo code locked on that's promo code locked on at sweatblock.com your secret to getting your confidence back again that's sweatblock.com or available on amazon and also our friends at Jay's Salsa Company, ready to spice up your holiday season. Salsa belongs on a Thanksgiving table in the great state of Texas, and it should belong beyond. And that's why our friends at Jay's Salsa engaged in salsa outreach all across the nation. If you're lucky enough to be in Texas or in New Mexico, you can find it in over 90 stores. Red and black jar there on that grocery store shelf. 
They're popping, giving you warm and fuzzies inside, especially if you're a Red Raider, because you're about to dive into a 20 years in the making Red Raider family recipe. Again, over 90 stores there on the shelf in Texas and New Mexico, most United Supermarkets, Albertson Supermarkets, Market Streets, and in the LBK at HEB. And also hearing from afar, from a Locked On Texas Tech audience member, our buddy Ken, getting it on the shelf at HEB there in the Metroplex. And he said, running low. So it must be flying quickly. And you know that's the case. I've seen it for myself. That's why I just grab everything I can, the hot or the mild. I don't care. I'm taking whatever they got whenever I'm getting to the grocery store. Ken actually took Chris up on his idea, apparently. Went cocktail with the hot and the mild. Spice it up however you like this holiday season with Jay's Salsa. Again, in Texas or New Mexico in over 90 stores or anywhere in the U.S., they're ready to ship right now at jsalsacompany.com. It's the Tech Fans tailgate staple, and it should be your Thanksgiving table staple as well. I know it's going to be on mine because I'm getting stocked up for the holiday season with that delicious Jay's Salsa. Find the red and black jar in over 90 stores in Texas or New Mexico or online right now. Ship it anywhere in the U.S., at jsalsacompany.com. Thanks for joining us on Locked On Texas Tech, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Great to be with you always out here from a pond high, the high side of Texas. Whether it's in the great state, all across America, worldwide, or intergalactically, glad to have you in the audience. Subscribe on YouTube if you have not just yet. Please do so or anywhere you get podcasts. Chris, we've got uh, round one of college football playoff rankings now in our rear view. Is this something you you dive into? Do you wait till later in the season? Do you ignore it entirely? I know some do that. How do you process these typically? I, I pay attention. I don't get caught up into it too much just because in some ways it matters. In other ways, it just doesn't. There's too many. I mean, like, like for example, you have uh, one play in three this week. So it's it's dr- going to drastically change. Not drastically, but it's going to change uh, next week just because of uh, one game that, that, that matters a lot there in the SEC. But I, I think there's some historical data that would tell you that depending on what the first ranking looks like, it tells you a lot about their line of thinking, they being the committee. Mm. And it wasn't good news for TCU in that sense, just because they're come out of the gate ranked seventh, and there's a one-loss team uh, from the SEC named Alabama ahead of them. And you've put me, you've asked me my thoughts here, and, you, and, I, and I feel like I'm in the unenviable position to try to defend TCU. Guess what? I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no I, obligation. Uh, no obligation. Yeah, that's right. I, I think what the committee is basically saying is because I, I look at the Big Twelve part of this the most. That that's where I'm kind right. of because I want to know how it's viewed, uh, what 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 the line of thinking is with with the league and all that. And and right now you have. Let's see, TCU 7, Kansas State 13, Oklahoma State 18, Texas 24. Those are the only four uh, ranked Big 12 teams that, that, that are appeared. Texas. And, and t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
media, and, you're and, hilarious. And, and you know the sad part is, is if T, if Texas had TCU's resume and they were eight, no, that they wouldn't be seventh. And, they and give them I, a midseason trophy yeah, right now. You, you, you and I both uh, know that. That's what is uh, unfortunate and sad. But but it, it basically is telling you. I think they're telling you that TCU's really going to have to go undefeated to make it to the playoff. I mean, they, they have no margin for error to, based on how much ground they have to make up because there's only so many games they have left that are somewhat meaningful. Texas being 24th is actually somewhat good news for TCU, but it may not be good enough news at all. And Baylor's not even ranked. So there's really not any meat left on their on their bone there uh, from a scheduling standpoint until they get to the conference championship game. And who knows if Kansas State has won out until that point too. Right. So anyway, I, I don't really care. I think everybody gets all – huffy and, and frustrated about it. It, it people like us talk about it and all that stuff because i think there is some interest there but at the end of the day it it, it kind of matters but then mostly it does not because there's too much still but it's a snapshot like we were sitting there talking about in the rankings uh, segment you know a while ago it's a snapshot of where things are right now but plenty will change and and i think that that's the part that kind of makes it fascinating in november and then in early december to see kind of how it ends up but t- tennessee being one is historically good for them because I think seven of the eight last initially top ranked teams have at least made the playoff. So, and and they're not going to be punished a ton for losing to, to third ranked Georgia in Athens. Uh, right. But, you know, anyway, so we, we can keep talking about all the different things if we want, but I just was looking at it from a big 12 standpoint, but those are, those are my thoughts. But do I think it's funny that TCU is ranked seventh? Yeah, shoot me. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I hope they don't make it. I know. I mean, I, yeah, I'm a terrible person. I'm sorry. I will not shoot you. You're not okay. getting out of this show that easy. <laughs> Still got a lot of football left to be played to cover here and basketball season. So be on the lookout for some bonus yeah. episodes as we get close to Red Raider hoops. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I am I am much more goose fraba about this now. I'm much more zen about this because I know that soon to come, we are going to get an actual college football playoff and do it like everyone else on earth has been able to do for the entirety of their sports, including other levels of college football. Um, I used to get so worked up over these because it seemed like there was no hope as far as the future was concerned. It took you like 120, 130 years to get to a four-team playoff with five power conferences. Brilliant, guys. Again, just a brilliant, brilliant pit stop. So I can't wait to the point that I know is soon to come where some of this media aspect, committee member aspect will be lessened. Never understood why college football leadership did not want to settle as much as possible on the field. I don't get mad at these committee members. I don't even get irritated at media members anymore for being uh, fallible and flawed in the way they view they don't know <laughs> not going to use that euphemism uh something from a hole in the ground uh they're just like you and i <laughs> they're making their best guesses yeah. and i don't know that i would be any better in their shoes or the smartest guy the most brilliant college football mind would be any better than their shoes vice versa it is a fool's errand to try to sit there and act like not only are we judging resumes but now you hear like uh, Boo Corrigan, is that a character from *To Kill a Mockingbird*? I think NC uh, State's AD. We've been in his. About, we've been in his building this year. Oh, we're we're looking for balanced teams. What? Yeah, they just moved, look at the freaking resume, you moron. Nobody's they move the target. Either. They move the target every year, so and then week to week. Oh, body clock. When there was only four. 
Oh yeah, B- body clock. We we've heard body well. Clock. They, they, oh yeah, with, with, the, clock. oh yeah, with the time I and mean, the time zones, and I mean, it, it, is it's that a, like when your wife's getting older and wants to have a baby? What's happening there? <laughs> Your body clock, all right. I forgot about the body clock. That's not what that means. No, Uh, but uh, yeah. Okay, so Chris, when we get to twelve, I know thirteen will still bitch. If we got to sixteen, I know seventeen would be mad. I I get that. I know you're not rectifying that issue ever, but I've never gotten why you wouldn't want to err on the side of let's include more to lessen the pressure on us committee members to get this exactly right. I mean, I think it'll be a good day for everyone involved. And I used to get so, I mean, like before I worked in college football media, I had no clue. It's just like, oh, I don't know. We'll play a bowl game. Why do we have bowl games? I don't know. Why do we not have a playoff? I don't know. Who cares? You know, we'll just whatever. Then I had to cover college football every day, working on a decade and a half. And I very quickly got to the point of believing this is the height of absurdity for trying to settle a championship among at minimum 60 to 65 teams. Or 121.30, if you want to include everybody on the FBS level. So I am thrilled that we're making headway towards something bigger, badder, better, and more appropriate, I think. And I certainly will admit, a lot of that view is based in being the fan of a program like Texas Tech. And there are more of those than there are not out there among the Power 5 landscape, Chris. And those teams never get boardroom benefit of the doubt. You never get associated press benefit of the doubt. Your best hope is on the scoreboard. They will continue to say, well, there's only about four that are championship caliber anyway. How do you know? Well, we just know. Body clock test or whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's been a farce and a joke for more years than I've been alive, by the way. I know at one point, like the bowl system was like, hey, how can we get tourists out to Santa Barbara? Uh, let's have a bowl game. Fine. How do we get, you know, I mean, there was a time where we also traveled by stagecoach, but we don't anymore. <laughs> I mean, the, there, there's a time where Jimmy, is it Jimmy Kimmel? He, he's like sponsors a bowl game. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. I know he tried to have a barstool bowl once upon a time. I don't know if that ever. Yeah. There, that no, there's the, I think there's the Jimmy Kimmel. It's one of the minor ones, but uh, yeah, it's <laughs> good. Maybe he'll come out and cry at halftime and lecture us all what to feel guilty about as Americans. That'll be fun. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's right. That's right. Um, now, I, you're a fan just like I am, and I think we yeah. always want more. Who doesn't want more at the end of the day? Games that yeah, matter. Yeah, and, and these these shows, which we're going to get one of weekly, uh, it, it, it's it's all it is is just basically like a, to, to set it up just to discuss it and keep the sport in the news until you get to that point. And, and that, that part is okay. That part I, I get, but it's a giant commercial for the sport and for everybody to kind of argue over something that this, this paper that I'm holding up right here. I mean, this is from the actual committee right here that was emailed to me. doesn't mean anything. It will change a lot. There's going to be arrows going up, going down, whatever. Uh, but, but it, 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 we're sitting here talking about it and I do think some people care, but I was just curious. Cause I mean, I, I really generally was one because they're the next game on the schedule and two i was just curious kind of what the the committee w- was thinking about the big 12 we always get these surprises not a shocker that they think highly of the uh, sec but uh, i was just kind of curious how they judged your very strong league that's maybe not necessarily as top heavy as, as others would want it but i i tell you that kansas state over oklahoma state result 
as as dramatic as it was, in a way, it really hurt the league. If you want to look at it that way, it, yeah. it, it really hammers the perception of everybody's good because Oklahoma State just didn't show up or Kansas State really did show up. I don't know however you want to phrase it, but <laughs> that's the kind of result that I guarantee you probably was talked about quite a bit in that in that uh, those committee meetings just because it's like, well, is this league really that good? Is it really is is thick and, and as much parity as we would like to think because I mean, th- th- this result tells us something completely different. Same with Baylor and Texas Tech, you know, but yeah. we just hadn't gotten many of those to this point. But it is what it is. They can have it. Uh, we'll keep talking about it. I'll keep paying attention because I'm a sucker for it, and I'll keep rooting <laughs> against, I'll keep rooting against TCU. Yeah, just like I continued to watch The Watcher on Netflix because I'm an idiot. <laughs> is it so? It's not. Is it not good? No, no. It, it's a, it's an entire exercise, and somebody that was it was written by somebody. Okay, well, traumatized. Don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. No, it's it. just written by somebody traumatized by an HOA, which who hasn't been at one point in time? Is I what see. I feel like, and it's also okay. a lesson in using a good realtor. You know, don't just sign up with any jack wagon out there. That's essentially. I know. I happen to is. know one. I That's exactly to know one. right. And yeah. you host a show with another too, uh, and also <laughs> it's one and the same. Kevin. Oh, oh, I didn't want yeah, to assume anything, yeah, Chris. Right, you know, yeah. a lot of good people in the eight hundred six. It's right. also the classic traditional exercise. Now we get where everyone in the show, except for the father, totally intelligent. I mean, just next level thinkers. The father, total buffoon, who should probably just be shot in his driveway. So, mm. classic storytelling, at least for two thousand twenty-two. If you're into it. Does that sound like I liked it or recommend? I'm not sure what that came across as, but yeah, you can kill a few hours, I suppose, with the watcher. That's my watcher impersonation. I, I feel like you, you you were hot and heavy against it, and then as you explained it, you kind of backed off a little bit. So now no, I'm, I hated se- it. I'm semi intrigued, and now now you've just uh, you've, I finished you've, it last night. You tamped uh, out the fire there. Okay. Four thumbs down uh, in the Cowan household. And okay. four big toes as well. So there's a final recommendation, a show review to wrap okay. up this episode of Locked on Texas Tech. They have that in the notes. That, that could have been a bonus episode. Let's cut it, actually, and make it a separate <laughs> one. The Watcher Review by Locked on Texas Tech. Hey, be on the lookout for bonus episodes for real. I wouldn't lie about that kind of thing because hoop season is just around the corner. Red Raiders are tipping it off uh, coming up next week, and we'll have plenty to get you ready for Texas Tech basketball. So subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube so you miss nothing. And be back here for more Locked On Texas Tech coming up tomorrow and after Locked On Texas Tech. Make Locked On Sports today your second listen on the Locked On Podcast Network. Chris, thanks for the time as always, man. Enjoyed it. Coach Cowan, appreciate the time as always with you and uh, keep hope alive, my man. How did you know I had polyester shorts on today? <laughs> I gotta with check the, this camera. With the pockets, angle. with the pockets right in the front, like <laughs> That's the, right. and it says "bike" on the front. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> a timeless look that I think should return at some point in time. Yeah. All right, subscribe on YouTube, anywhere you get podcasts, and be right back here each weekday for a brand new episode. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Thanks for joining us again on Locked On Texas Tech.